0: Greetings of the day from CA, Dr. Rajkumar Adukya. Friends, today I am going to talk about a very important uh, sector. It is also known as a third sector in the institutional context, like uh, uh, the private sector where we have a private enterprises, companies, Government sector where we have a public sector undertakings in India, and third sector is NGO, non-government organizations, and it is a very important sector and has a sizable amount in world. Uh, there are uh, one hundred lakh one hundred lakhs, one crore NGOs in world level. And in India, we have 33 lakhs uh, NGO and the spending, which is done uh, at a world level is 400 billion US dollar. So if we convert that into Indian currency, it comes to 3 lakh crore rupees every year is collected and spent by NGOs at a world level. At India level, these 33 lakhs uh, NGOs, they spend about 64,000 crores. In another video, uh, I have talked about CSR spending 22,000 crore. Now, what are the professional opportunities to chartered accountants in, in NGO sector? You know, the four kind of NGOs which are uh, there, one is a charitable trust. Section 8 company, a charitable society, society under Society Registration Act, 1860. There is also a cooperative society, which is a commercial entity. And the fourth is a known trading corporation. So advising whether one should go for a charitable trust. And all states do not have a charitable trust law, like in Maharashtra, we have a Maharashtra Public Trust Act. And few other states, uh, they have their uh, Public Charitable Trust Act. So uh, one is uh, the type of NGO one can have. Second is drafting the document, like trust charitable trust requires a trust deed. Uh, uh, Section 8 company requires memorandum and articles of association charitable society requires memorandum of associations and rules and regulations non trading corporation is like a company so again it requires memorandum and articles so drafting then registration after the entity is formed the compliance of all laws gst laws labor laws local employment laws uh, income tax then audit of uh, these entities, uh, which is mandatory under the respective laws, the state uh, charitable trust law, and then funding, funding of these NGOs within India and from outside India. From outside India, if there is a money received, then there is another legislation and another Registration. There is an act called FCRA, Foreign Contribution Regulation Act 2010, which has come into force from 1st May 2011, and before this legislation, there was FCRA 1976, so the compliance of that law. Then these NGOs are eligible to carry out CSR activities, as we know, under Companies Act. Section 135, and there are corporate. Uh, there are rules for the CSR, and under the rules, only the registered uh, charitable trust, charitable society, and section 8 companies can carry out the CSR activity. There they have also made any entity created by central government or state government is also eligible. And then there are other uh, requirements like CSR1 form is to be filed, registration with MCA under 7th Schedule of Companies Act, uh, 12 kind of entities on the spending can be done. So, in the states where we do not have a separate uh, charitable trust act, Then, trust is a common law subject. Trust means an obligation. And to create a trust, we need trustees, the volunteers who accept obligation. There is a maker of the trust who is called uh, the author of the trust or settler of the trust. And there are beneficiaries. And what we are talking about is a charitable trust. There are private trusts also under Indian Trust Act 1882. So, that preamble of that legislation itself says that that law is for the private family trust. Then there is a trust property, there is a trust deed. So, to make a charitable trust and the states in which we do not have a separate legislation then we can create a trust deed and we can record this we can register this trust deed under the registration act uh, 1908 and that registration we do we can do with the uh, collector revenue authority of a particular district and then under the income tax act to take the benefit of chapter 3 of the income tax act 1961 where you know that uh, chapter contains section 10 where the incomes are totally exempt and section 11 to section 13b covers uh, the exemption to the religious and charitable trust that chapter also deals with the political parties uh, trust and there is another uh, entity called Electoral Trust. So, uh, Section 12A registration from 1st April 2021, we have a Section 12AB where you know every five year the registration is required. Earlier, before that, it was a permanent uh, uh, registration was available. So, without So this registration under Income Tax Act 1961 is in addition to a registration uh, uh, with a charity commissioner or a society registration or Section 8 companies. Section 8 company is a company under Companies Act 2013 without the word private limited or limited. So only these kind of companies can have the, uh, the name without limited uh, or private limited. So that is one compliance. Then we have a Section 80G. Under Section 80G, for certain activities, 100% amount is eligible for uh, deduction by the donor. And for certain activities, 50% uh, amount is to be deducted, subject to uh, the limit, uh, gross total income limit. So, ATG registration is a again a separate registration. So, this NGO sector throws a very vast opportunity to chartered accountant. And uh, in other uh, words, there is also an opportunity. There is a service to the society because these uh, charitable trust uh, carry out uh, the activities which uplift the society there is also something called sdg sustainable development goals which united nations have pronounced in 2015 and every jurisdiction every country has to see that these goals are achieved by 2030 so these uh, ngos also carry out the uh, sustainable development goals uh, which are uh, there there is also a iso 26000 iso 26000 is uh, a standard by international standards organization for corporate social responsibility there is another opportunity to chartered accountant called social audit. Social audit is carried out for the, the amount spent by NGOs. Social audit is a qualitative audit in uh, in difference to the financial audit. So in uh, social audit, we found out that what is an impact, suppose, for uh, education in a particular village, the amount is is spent, say 10 lakh rupees is spent. Then after that amount is spent, what is the benefit received by the village, whether education level has improved or the amount is spent on sanitation. So uh, then what is the improvement? So every state government has a social audit department under uh, Narega scheme, Uh, also the social audit is required. So, these are global opportunities. NGO is a uh, global sector, third sector, and uh, funding itself, you know, there are uh, trusts outside India which gives lot of donations. So, how these NGOs can obtain these trust within India, You know, we have 53 ministries, central ministries. About 20 of the ministries, uh, they carry out uh, various developmental activities, say the Ministry of Northeast uh, States, Ministry of uh, Women and Child Development, uh, uh, the minorities. So all these have a lot of schemes, funding schemes. So how these NGOs can obtain the fund. Another important area of uh, professional practice is monitoring these projects, guiding the management practice. One is advising on what activities should be taken, how they should be uh, managed. So the monitoring, the internal control within these activities so that there is no uh, fraud or siphoning of the money. So these are the various areas uh, in which a chartered accountant can render the service. Please look at this sector, enhance your earning and at the same time, we provide service to the society. Do like this video, share among those who are interested. And subscribe to my YouTube channel. Do let me know on what, what topic you would like to have video. Thank you for spending time with me.